0: yeah
1: the pals are back in town
0: back in business
1: two weeks away but we're back yep back at it laptop Um,
0: is alive again
1: yeah so obviously we took two weeks off which was not intended nope uh, my laptop's cooling fan was just like, hey, what if I just didn't work anymore? <laughs> what if uh, I, I like, just died? <laughs> That's probably a bad thing to have happen. So had to go get that fixed. And it took way longer than anticipated. So we had to take we take we took a week off, obviously, because we kind of knew that was going to be the plan. And then it, that one week turned into two weeks, which was not the plan. And they became very stressful.
0: Thanks, Postal and, Service. And not your fault, focused. Postal yes. Service. Not your fault, Postal Service. It's you're bad doing timing your, all around. You're doing your best. You are just being failed by people above you, Postal <laughs> Service.
1: That is, that is very true. So, apologies for missing two weeks. I, I definitely did not like doing that, but you know, kind of had, kind of had to do it, just to do it.
0: Yeah, we had to do what we got to do.
1: Yeah, but we we're back. We're back at it again. Fan works. And uh, we're going to talk about something real dumb. <laughs> Ah. (laughs) What better way to welcome us back than by talking about something real dumb.
0: Oh, man.
1: So, hello. Welcome back to this week's episode of the Seasoning of Checkup OVA. It's a podcast where we have conversations about video games, anime, and manga. I am Jared, joined as always by Doc Al and Ladium. Hello. This is episode 192. Whoa. And we're going to talk about a game that came out last year that was very controversial, very divisive. Mm Mm-hmm. It is the latest game from Hideo Kojima. What? It's a game called Death Stranding. It is. I played through Death Stranding. You did. I did.
0: Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, that's kind of like the definition of like falling on the sword for this podcast, like. Between me playing Final Fantasy fifteen and you playing Death Stranding and me potentially playing Final Fantasy seven Remake like mm-hmm. so, so, well and the Colonel Sanders dating game True. like sometimes we really fall on the sword for this podcast guys.
1: Death Stranding is a complicated video game.
0: <laughs>
1: that has a lot of various things about it that makes makes you feel very complicated not just like because like the themes or anything are heavy it's just like there are parts of this game that I actually enjoy, but is also surrounded by parts of this game that I don't enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> so that makes for just a very weird and peculiar experience. Uh, Al. That's me. You have been in the zeitgeist of video games over the past f- four or five years since this game was officially announced. Tell me everything you know about Death Stranding.
0: Uh, I know that it has um, Norman Reedus in it. Uh-huh. I know that you're a delivery guy.
1: That is also correct.
0: There's something with a baby. Yes. Um, what's his name? Mads in it? Mm-hmm. Um, there's somebody else. Oh, um, shoot. There's somebody else famous in there, too.
1: There's, a lot, there's quite a few famous people in this game.
0: But there were only like a few that were mentioned to begin with. I don't remember the other one. Anyway. Um lots and lots and lots of advertisement in it. I've heard that. Kind of. Yeah. Um. No junk. No junk. Yeah, I, I heard that when that was a big thing. Uh and then, you know, the whole like Kojima's a complete and utter hack and and uh, thinks that he is God's gift to everything.
1: Are you sure that's not just you editorializing here?
0: Uh, nope, that's that's a fact. That is a, a fact. Um, you know, he he apparently did everything. Edit the credits so it all says Kojima because he did all the things.
1: It's true, he did.
0: Um, that's really all I know about this game.
1: Al, I'm going to. Tell you character names from this game, and I want you to tell me what these care. Tell me the theme of this character. Okay. Okay. So. Some. Uh, you you'll get you'll get where we're going with this. Uh, there is a char- character that is called that is named Fragile.
0: Oh my god.
1: Tell me what that character is about.
0: Is this like the whole quiet thing? <laughs> Like, does he just literally name characters after, like, oh, man, this person can't talk? Well, they're quiet. I well, this mean... person is emotionally vulnerable. Well, they're fragile. <laughs> or maybe they're physically fragile. I don't there know. There you go. You got it. <laughs> they're like the person in SpongeBob. They're like their bones <laughs> break every day.
1: This character has a catchphrase, which oh, they, no. keep, they they say, I'm fragile, but I'm not that fragile. I And they say to... it both in diff- the different ways each time.
0: I want to launch this game into the sun along with Kojima.
1: Uh there's a character that is named Mama.
0: Is she literally a mother or is she yes. just like doting?
1: No, she is a mom and she she gave birth to a ghost baby.
0: Excuse me?
1: That's yes. We'll we'll get to that.
0: Okay.
1: Uh, there is a character who is called Die Hard Man. <laughs> Please tell me what this character is all about.
0: <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> wow, Die Hard Man. Oof, that's a name.
1: That is a name.
0: Is it one word or? It's Die
1: Dash Hard Man. Hell. Wow.
0: wow. I would assume he's some kind of tough guy.
1: He can't die. Uh, please tell me about Dead Man. This is a different character.
0: He's actually dead.
1: Yeah, basically. <laughs> His body is made up of like parts from cadavers.
0: Oh, okay, so he's like Frankenstein's monster.
1: That he literally says that in the game.
0: Oh, okay. Wow. See, I could write a Kojima game.
1: Yeah, I mean, tell me about Heart Man.
0: He has a lot, of heart. a lot of heart. No, no, actually, what he is, what he is, you know, um, in Captain Planet, you get that one kid that's, like, not an element. He's the heart kid. It's that guy. Nope. Oh, tragic. You're
1: thinking too outside the box here.
0: Is he literally a heart?
1: No. Um, <laughs> he's, he's done some stuff to where, like... He will live for like twenty one minutes or something like that, and then die for twenty one minutes, go to what? cardiac arrest, and then he'll he'll like re- resuscitate himself, and he does that constantly.
0: He would have brain damage.
1: Look, that's a lot. That's that's a, that you're asking a lot here. <laughs> Tell me about the character who's named Higgs. Higgs. Yes.
0: Like H I G
1: H I G G S.
0: I don't know. What would that...
1: He thinks he's, like, the Higgs particle. Oh, wow. So he thinks okay. he's a god.
0: Okay. okay. Um,
1: tell me about the character who's named Clifford.
0: He's a big red dog.
1: <laughs> Shut up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. But I think of Clifford besides the big red dog, I just think of, like, some, like, old man.
1: Uh, He describes himself as he, he was living his life, and he was on, the like, the cliff's edge.
0: I hate this so much. I hate this so much. We're like 10 minutes of this podcast and I hate this so much.
1: Welcome to the just the amazing writing and wordplay of Hideo Kojima in Death Stranding. Even wordplay at this point? No, it's just it's stating the obvious every time.
0: It's either stating the obvious or just being stupid. It's...
1: Yeah.
0: Like, imagine being named Clifford. and You're like, you know what? because i have cliff in my name i'm gonna like really like to be on the edge of all things like come on of
1: course we have our protagonist Mm -hmm. sam porter bridges who is a porter because he, he delivers stuff but also he works for the company bridges which is bridging the country together
0: that's where i was gonna go with that wordplay you,
1: <laughs> you do see a lot of norman Reedus's butt in this game uh as like as we said uh, there's a lot of famous people in this game norman Reedus, you play as him he is the the player character um norman Reedus is still a bad actor this game did not change my opinion on that
0: No. boy no. howdy
1: but like he is perfect for this role because he just doesn't do anything <laughs> and that's just how he acts like they obviously got him in way more than they they got uh Kiefer Sutherland in for Metal Gear Solid 5 so like that's a bonus so you actually hear him talk most of the time but even then it's just him just being like I'm gonna talk in this monotone voice the whole time even though I'm in this very emotional scene I'm Norman Reedus I mean I love motorcycles
0: I that's what I was gonna sell tell the people is like I texted you once because I was like anytime that there's a motorcycle he just gets the job and, like, easily his best role is as Judas in Lady Gaga song.
1: That's basically the amount of acting that he brings to this game.
0: Yeah, like, he he probably emotes more by pouring the beer on Gaga's butt than he does in this entire game. 90, 90% chance of that.
1: It's, it, he I think he gives the same amount of just, like, acting prowess that he gives to when he drinks a can of Monster Energy in this game.
0: Oof. <laughs> Oof. Yeah, he's not a good actor.
1: No, he definitely is not. But he's in this game, all mm-hmm. so, and like I say, like he just he has that, that great acting experience to be a protagonist in a video game, which is not good. <laughs> uh, Mads Mikkelsen is in this. He is like one of one of two people in this game that like actually showed up and gave <laughs> it. <shit. laughs> like he is really good in this game.
0: I mean he's he's pretty good at like what he does though in general mm-hmm. so i'm not surprised that he like gave this his all but they tried
1: like, he, he does a fantastic job throughout this game and like makes you care about his character in a way that you don't care about any of the other characters in this game
0: which character is he uh
1: we'll get to that okay um but yeah like he 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 tried <laughs> Get some
0: actual. You tried. Yeah, Not, I think I think like, Kojima probably like gave Shango. him
1: more like gave him more stuff to do because like he has such a man crush on him.
0: Oh yeah, that's
1: fair. Um, it also isn't Mad's the dude who like was in a Rihanna video because his kids were like, "Hey, you should do this Rihanna video." He's like, "I don't know what, who that is." <laughs> was he? I think that's the case. I'm going to. And he did that to... just to so his his kids would think he was cool.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna look this up. Uh. Because that's hilarious if that's the case.
1: He was. He was in the video for (laughs) Better Have My Money.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Wow. All right. Sure. (laughs) I had to double check with my kids. They were screaming in my face. You f***ing moron. Don't you know who she is? If you don't do this, I'll kill you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's real good. It's real good.
0: Good. those are aggressive children. <laughs>
1: <laughs> He's just like, okay, cool. Let's do it. All
0: right. I guess. Um,
1: also in this video game is Guillermo del Toro, who ah. only brings his visual appearance. He does not he was provide his one. voice, he was which is was very ago. weird.
0: That is weird. Who did they get to voice him?
1: Uh, Jesse Corti.
0: That's such a bizarre choice.
1: It's super like this is. He's not the only person they do that with. Uh, Jesse Corti was in Lost Odyssey
0: <gasps> as Gongora. Oh wow! <laughs> so there you go.
1: Uh, they got um. I gotta remember what his how he's Nicholas Winding Refn. He's the director of Drive. Or, yeah, drive the, the 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 what's his face? I forget the actor's name now. Regardless, um, he's the mostly famous for drive? that. Yeah, the movie Drive.
0: I don't watch movies, but I can look it up. Drive, 2011
1: film. Uh, it's the Ryan Gosling film.
0: Ryan Gosling. He's yes, got that
1: cool that... Sp- uh, scorpion jacket and all that sort of stuff. So he dra- he directed that. He's in this. Does not provide his voice. Yeah. Uh, and then they got Darren Jacobs to voice him. Which I don't know what this, this dude's done. So there's that. Uh, mm-hmm. Elsewhere in this here video game uh, Fragile is played by Leia Seydoux. She's a French actress. I don't know much of like what she's been in. Hmm. but like i've probably seen a movie with her in it i will get her to be in my film or my excuse me my <laughs> video game wink wink
0: <laughs> i mean you basically just nailed how this entire thing went down
1: yeah uh troy baker's in this yeah. <laughs> sorry uh, lindsey wagner's in this as the president of the united states
0: Oh man, we're going to get like knocked down now cuz we said anything about Troy Baker.
1: Oh god, he's going to post presidential quotes at us.
0: I know. He's going to come at us on Twitter with his like weird pretentious quotes. Uh
1: also in here is Emily O'Brien who has also done stuff. She was apparently a, a key pro a, a an actress on The Young and the Restless.
0: Whoa. Does that mean Kojima watched The Young and the Restless? I
1: hope so. Uh <laughs> Tommy Earl Earl Jenkins is Die Hard Man who this is like the other guy who actually does like a really good job in this like there is a scene at the end of this game where like he's explaining something to you and like literally you see him just like break down emotionally and like it's very good but again like one of the two people in this game that actually like tries (laughs) so there is that uh, bu- 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 Did you say
0: Conan O'Brien's in it.
1: Conan O'Brien's in this game, yeah. Weird. And then Mar- Margaret, Margaret, Margaret Qualley—probably butchering that name—is uh, is Mama and Lockney because they're twins. Whoa. She's been in stuff as well. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. There's your cast. Um. Yeah, there's a bunch of like weird cameos, like Conan O'Brien's in this. Um. Sam Lake, the dude from Remedies, in this game somewhere. Uh, there right. is a reviewer from Famitsu in this game, which is real weird. <laughs> what? <laughs> which, by the way, Famitsu gave this game a forty out of forty.
0: Oh wow! Wow. Hmm. Hmm. Hmm.
1: Uh, Junji Ito's in this game.
0: Didn't you say Edgar Wright's in it too?
1: Yeah, Edgar Wright is also in this game as well. Um, I think that's like the the main gist of like the big kind of cameo people that show up in this game. But yeah. Um, And then... Yeah, it's... It's weird. Still weird, regardless.
0: (laughs) Did Kojima put himself in the game?
1: I don't know. I would have... I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if he did. Mm -hmm. But I don't think I ever saw him when I was playing through. But I I didn't, like, go and seek out, like, all the, the people to to talk to and everything so he might show up in this at some point but I don't know for sure oh yeah Jeff Keighley's in this game as well and they, he is basically played out to be like the biggest dork in the world like it's embarrassing
0: oh god
1: like I, if I would have seen that if I would have beat Jeff Keeley and I saw that afterwards I'd be like dude what the f***
0: <laughs> thought we were friends
1: <laughs> like it, seems, just, it just seems like he's just like the biggest mark in the world and it's just like Kojima's like yeah I know I know.
0: Wow, that's, that's kind of mean. It
1: seems kind of mean, yeah.
0: So Kojima's bully confirmed.
1: <laughs> Kojima's just gonna Kojima. Um, let's talk about this game without talking about the story quite yet, but okay, about the gameplay of this video game. You walk. You do a lot of walking. Um, I wouldn't say this is like a walking simulator because like they also try and add in like. ...shooting and stuff like that to this game, which is very yeah. bad. Um, it, like They try to make this more of an action game than it needs to be. Where, like, oh, you can shoot people... ...and shoot the, the spooky ghost ink monsters... ...and all this sort of stuff. And it's like, it never feels good. It feels kind of bad. Especially because, like, I just came off of playing a little bit of Metal Gear Solid 5... ...which is a fantastic playing game. And then coming to this, and it's like, oh, this doesn't feel as good. Obviously, you know, it's a different engine and everything... All that sort of stuff but like yeah it just felt very tacked on and unnecessary um the gameplay loop of like just going around and delivering stuff and just kind of like walking around in this in these environments is actually pretty good and just like kind of relaxing like if you took this game and made it just like hey it's a delivery game where you spent like 15-ish hours going around delivering stuff and that was it like I think this game would be just so much better Cause like I, it does like I spent like forty hours playing this game. It does kind of like wear out its welcome once you get past halfway. Cause like they introduce like some various gameplay elements like going through the mountains and all that sort of stuff, which just are very tedious and just not fun. Um, but also it gives me the sense of like people people are saying like this game felt like a triple A indie game essentially, like an indie game with a huge budget. With the way yeah. the gameplay was when it first came out, and like now I kind of understand like why people would say that, just because the the way the loop is and everything, and just how like not super duper actiony it is. Like it's it's very weird, but like a lot of the gameplay can be quite enjoyable if you're just like you know just chilling and going around delivering stuff to people, building like roads and all this sort of stuff, and like the way they have the the online component to this game where like you will see in the environments like stuff people have built throughout the world, uh, things they've dropped and everything. You can go deliver for them and all this sort of stuff. Like that stuff is incredibly cool. So you'll, you'll see out in like the environment. Like once you, uh, put like an area on the network, you'll see like, Oh, this person built this bridge right here. Or this person has a sign right here. And it's like, Oh, Hey, there's, there's something over there. Or there's a ladder right there. You can go use that I built and people have been using all that sort of stuff. Um, it's just really, really cool the way that they are able to implement all that sort of stuff and just like seeing the the interesting ways people have kind of tried to traverse this environment and make it easier on not, not only themselves, but like everyone else that's going to come around afterwards. Um, which also like there's a like system in this game where you can like use something and you can like it afterwards and like you can upgrade how long you can sit there and mash the, the touchpad to like something. It's just real weird. But, like, I've, I saw, like, I think a bridge in that game at one point that had, like, over a million likes. Jeez. Which I was like, oh, boy, that's a lot of likes. <laughs> but, like, it's super cool. Like, it just pulls in, like, all this stuff immediately once you add something to the network and, like, you see just, like, you know, here's how people are getting around and everything. Here's what people are doing to, like, help everyone else out. Like, I, I heard some stories, I think, like, around launch about people kind of grifting here and there. Of just like, I'm gonna park a vehicle right in front of this terminal so you can't get it, you can't get around this or anything like that. But like, Ew. six, six, like, what I don't know, 10 months after the fact, like, it seemed just very chill. Just like, people being like, here's there's vehicles all around that you can just pick up and go use. Here's some cool bridges, here's some ladders, here's some ropes to help you get a, get around everything. Um, like, that aspect of the game is just incredibly cool. Um, graphically, it looks amazing like it is fantastic looking um which I think helps cause like there's not a whole lot of like different environments you have to go through like there's two maps in general um mm-hmm. characters look great um those monster energy cans very high res yep <laughs> those might be the best looking things in this video game
0: <laughs> that's terrible
1: they look real good <laughs>
0: no i mean i've seen and i believe it but like when that's the most detailed thing in your game like how much did they pay you buddy
1: they paid the big bucks
0: yeah apparently
1: sony was like all right i guess we'll give you money so you can get this monster energy deal (laughs) um but i think on the flip side like i mean you saw this when this was first announced like This obviously was the first game he put out after the breakup with Konami. And when he announced this game, people were like, oh, man, I cannot wait for this. This is Kojima finally with the shackles ripped off. He's going to be as crazy as he wants to be and all this sort of stuff. And, like, that's not really the case here. Like, I mean, there's a lot of weird and supernatural elements to this game. Mm Mm-hmm. But it's nothing, like, super just, like, bonkers or over-the-top as as it was in, like, Metal Gear or anything like that. And I think that's kind of the case because, like, Metal Gear was able to kind of, like, ramp that up as the games went on because, like, you know, there was this legacy of games and everything. There's this legacy of, like, here's weird stuff happening, and you could buy into this universe, like, getting more and more weird as time went on. Mm -hmm. And with this kind of being a fresh slate, you can't really just do that off the bat. So, like, while there are some, like, weird and bizarre elements in this game, like, nothing is, like, super wacky or just, like, out there that you're like, oh, man, Kojima's really – he's really free now. He's really able to do whatever he wants. He's got no editor or anything like that. It's like (laughs) – in all honesty, this feels, like, real tame for Kojima, which I think is probably not what a lot of people would have wanted or expected. Right. So it's it's very weird in that aspect. And also, look, this is a game that has nothing to say. So I don't know how weird you can get when your li- your whole premise of your game is just like I'm not I'm just going to like say the most obvious things, hit you over the head with everything because you are too stupid to understand anything <sighs> or pick up anything within any layers or anything like that. So we have to basically just bash your brain in until you get this. and then by the end of it just be like yeah we're not really gonna say anything anything of important at all by the end (sighs) of this
0: that's really lame yeah i have a real question for you though okay was there any point in this game that you were singing to yourself i'm gonna be i'm gonna be yeah I would walk 500 miles. I oh, 500 more.
1: <laughs> no, I don't think so. But this game does basically beat you over the head with licensed music at times. Oh? Um, There's like, So, like, one of the things I think he, he talked about was, like, oh, you're going to, like, go over this mountain and see, like, this new area for the first time. We're going to have music play for you to, like, welcome you into this new area. Mm-hmm. Which is interesting the first time you get it at like the very beginning of the game. Right. Then he does it, like, 25 more times. Yeah. <laughs> And you're just like, okay, dude, we get it. You really like this band that you're going to keep playing for us as we see these new areas. But, like, yo, it was kind of cool the first couple of times. Once we get to the 20th time, it's a little old-fashioned by this point.
0: What band is it?
1: I think it's a band called Low Roar. It's a very indie-style band.
0: Oh, okay. It's
1: like Kojima got real into indie bands at some point. (laughs) Um and then there's, like, other licensed music on the soundtrack that you can play in the game. Like, there's a song from Churches. There's a song from Bring Me the Horizon. Because sure. <laughs> Why not? Sure. Yeah. But, like, most of the game, the, most of the songs you hear in the game that, like, the the, <laughs> the game plays for you specifically is, like, very just, like, soft indie rock type stuff. Which is like, yeah, it's fine, but like, I don't need to hear it over and over and over. It's not the same song over and over. It's different songs, but just like, I don't need to see that gimmick over and over and over again. Yeah, you just, you're playing it out at that point.
0: Would I shook it up a little bit? What's that? Putting, I'm going to be in there.
1: <laughs> that would like be too funny.
0: You come across a That would like, be too and humorous and clever. <laughs> Hilarious.
1: Exactly. That's why it wouldn't have because Kojima would not get that.
0: Ah, <laughs> oh, true, true. God, that'd be so funny. All
1: right, do you want to hear the story? Yeah. Which is yeah. real dumb. Uh, I'm going by the Wikipedia section, which has a, a synopsis, a two set, two, two, two key categories for this wait. setting and plot.
0: Wait, wait. We have to talk about the fact that you sent me a thing music related. I did. You sent me a video and. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh.
1: Tell me how happy you were to hear that. Jared. Yes?
0: Jared, please.
1: <laughs> but you got to see hear some good music in this game.
0: I mean, it is good music. I agree with you. I enjoy his music quite a bit. I listen to it a lot at work. I have records. Um, but I don't do that with the records.
1: What if you did? What if you started doing that? That's how no. you start doing cool record scratch sounds.
0: No, ruin your records. So irritating.
1: Yeah. So uh, they they include the funeral march from Chopin in this game.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, this is a scene where you're you're hanging out with Hartman. <laughs> he dies. He he goes. He he flatlines, and it starts playing Chopin. Mm-hmm. You're leaving the room. And then Sam turns back and starts record-scratching for whatever reason. Mm-hmm.
0: Yep. And he says something stupid when he's walking away, doesn't he?
1: I think so. I don't remember exactly, but yeah.
0: It was so bro, and I hated it.
1: And then you get likes from Hartman as you leave, because he gives you the thumbs up.
0: Oh my god. So it gives
1: you likes. There's a lot of weird things about this game where it just breaks the fourth wall. And, like, there's no, like, real reason to do that like there's a lot of times when you're in like your your personal like room with Sam where like he will just address the camera like just look at what? it like like you go like okay we're gonna go I need to go give you a shower he'll like you'll, he'll take the camera and like turn it in a way to go with you or like you're doing something else in there he'll like he'll like uh so if you look behind him there's like figurines he'll like mm-hmm. you do that he'll basically like motion for the camera to come in and then turn around and be like hey look at this
0: ah like it's that.
1: real weird.
0: I don't like that.
1: Like, it doesn't make no any sense. On, no. Like, okay. All right.
0: That Okay.
1: Like, it's not that like, oh, there's another person in here with you. It's like, no, you're the, you're the only person in here. This is just the camera. But he's making it as if there is an actual camera in there with him.
0: That's so weird. Like,
1: it, I, to me, that's just Kojima being weird again. But then it's like, it just seems kind of pointless. Because like, there's no explanation for it or just like, reason for like why this would be the thing
0: yeah you need some like narrative reason why that's the case
1: it's dumb that's the that's the reason let's talk about this story okay so we gotta thankfully there is a setting portion here because like it gives you like a good outline of like what this some some key things about this universe which without it would probably be very confusing if we didn't have this so this game is set in the apocalyptic united states which it doesn't look like the united states because they're like hey we filmed all this in like iceland (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, where a catacly- cataclysmic event known as the Death Stranding caused beach things, BTs, invisible creatures originating from the beach lands lands thought to be u- okay, the beach the beach's land is thought to be unique to each person that are typically visited during near-death experiences and are said to be the link to the afterlife it's basically like purgatory uh-huh. in a sense uh, BTs come from there and now they have begun roaming the earth because of the Death Stranding BTs cause explosions known as void-outs when they consume the dead by necrosis and produce rain known as timefall that rapidly ages and deteriorates whatever it hits. So anytime you're out in the rain, you can't let it hit your body or else your body will start aging. And everything around you will start, like, aging very quickly. So, like, that's kind of a key gameplay component of, like, why you can't just, like, have stuff built in the in the world forever. Like, eventually, mm-hmm. oh, the timefall will break it down if you don't, like, go and repair it or something like that. Uh, these events have damaged the country's infrastructure, leading its remaining population to confine themselves to remote colonies known as not-cities, which formed the remaining United Cities of America.
0: Did you say not-cities?
1: K-N-O-T-Cities.
0: Oh, my God.
1: These colonies have since relied on the services of a company known as Bridges, whose porters brave the BTs, bandits, and terrorists to, li- to deliver supplies to the cities. Bridges also performs various government functions on behalf of the UCA, which is the United States of America. If they achieve a mental connection to a bridge baby, a BB, that is the baby, which is a premature child reflecting a state between life and death, it is possible for a person to sense the presence of a BT. Also, the babies are born from still mothers uh yep because that's how they're able to sense the f- sense between life and death
0: the babies
1: the babies yes uh porters carry a bb with them which is stored in a pod simulating a mother's womb a condition known as dooms
0: Domes.
1: depending on severity also allows a person to naturally sense see or even control a bt as well as granting a variety of powers such as teleportation or travel to travel to other people's beaches there are also individuals known as repatriate or repatriates. There we go. I had to remember how they pronounce it. Who can travel back from the seam, a place between the world of the living and the beach upon death, which is what Sam is able to do. So like once you die, you have to like swim around until you find your body and then you go back into it. That's, that was like, that's the, um, the impetus for that weird scene where like you travel down his throat and you see the baby.
0: Yeah.
1: you see that a lot.
0: Yeah. Gross.
1: As such, these individuals can effectively return from death Though their deaths will still cause void outs if killed during con- killed during contact with the BT. So void outs are essentially like a nuclear explosion.
0: Okay.
1: And they will like wipe cities off the map, which is basically kind of what happens in the very beginning of the game, which we will talk about. Alright, here's the plot. So there's there is a bunch of story in this game, but a lot of it is just nonsensical. Not not really nonsensical, it's just boring and dumb. Um Yeah. That's your Impetus of this game. So you start the game. You are freelance courier Sam Porter Bridges, aka Norman Reedus. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're transporting cargo, but you're interrupted by the time fall. You're like, oh man! And then you crash your bike at some point. So you have to go get your your stuff, and then you hit, you get into a cave, uh, and that's where you, you meet up with Fragile. She is a uh, you're you're both evading a BT. You get assistance from her, um, and then she she's like, hey, you want to come work for me? And he's like, no. And then you just go about your delivery. Uh, you arrive at your destination, which is Central Knot City, and then you're warned that, hey, one of the citizens is here committed suicide. Their, their corpse is on the verge of necrosis. We gotta go get this out of here. He's like, oh god, okay, I guess I'll
0: go. I bet he talked just like that, too.
1: <laughs> Basically.
0: <laughs>
1: Due to be, being both a repatriate and having dooms, Sam is assigned to transport the corpse into an incinerator to safely dispose of it, but an encounter with BTS hinders his progress, and the corpse causes a void out, destroying Central Knot City. What? yeah the whole city goes goes kaput he survives though he's the only one who survives um and then the bb he has throughout the entire game is from that exp- he like he gets that from the explosion or that area because like he gets it from a dude who was with him
0: mm-hmm.
1: and then, okay <laughs> he awakens in capital sure. not city and meets dead man a doctor from bridges Sam is in task to deliver morphine for the dying president of the UCA. His adoptive mother, 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 <laughs> Bridget Strand. Because remember, this is a Strand game. All oh, right, right. Let me let me read you from the back of the box what a oh, Strand God. game is. Oh God. Uh, this is a social Strand system, which is ushers in the new Strand game genre. Strands. So yeah, you're delivering morphine to your dying mother, who's the president of the United Cities of America uh oh, wow. there he also meets up with diehard man the director of bridges and sam's former boss before he left the organization uh bridget pleads with sam to rejoin bridges and help rebuild america before succumbing to her illness she dies
0: <laughs> she succumbed to her illness
1: uh she had a like, cancer or something that's why
0: ah uh, okay
1: sam transports his adoptive mother's body to the incinerator muda, muda. but he al- he's also there to incinerate uh bb-28 which is the the baby he got from the the void plays. he refuses to incinerate it because he's like nah this baby still it's baby still works
0: this baby still works
1: uh with bb-28's assistance sam is able to evade a horde of bt's and return to capital not city sam decides to take bb-28 as his own bridge baby eventually nicknaming him lou which the game which he doesn't do until like two-thirds of the way through the game and you're like who's lou
0: oh my god because <laughs> he just
1: starts calling it lou
0: is there an explanation as to why he chooses lou yes okay
1: Upon his return, Sam is reunited with his sister, Amelie Strand, who is also known as, uh, Samantha America Strand. (laughs) She tells him that over the past three years she has led an expedition across what is left of the continental United States, making contact with the remaining cities and survivor settlements and setting up terminals that would allow him to connect to the Chiral Network, a system that facilitates instantaneous communication across vast distances. However, upon reaching the last city on the West Coast, Edgenot City, Amelie was captured and is being held hostage by an anti-UCA terrorist group called the Homo, Homo Daemons to guarantee Edge Knot City's independence. Even though she is a hostage, she is still allowed to freely communicate with Bridges via the network. She tells Sam that he must follow the path of her expedition and use a device called, called a Cupid to connect the terminals she left behind to the chiral network. Then he must rescue Amelie and bring her back so she can take Bridges' place as the president of the UCA. <laughs> She reluctantly accepts. Sam reluctantly accepts the mission since it is his only opportunity to find and rescue Amelie. Which basically his whole time he's like, "I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. Stop to make me trying to do this. I don't want to do this." But guess what? He's going to do it anyways. Of course he is. Uh, of course, you know the succession of being a president is like, oh, the president died. Well, let's let's, let's get their 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 son or daughter to be the president now. I guess I don't know.
0: Because that's how works. That's how that works.
1: Yeah. Uh, Sam then embarks on his mission to connect all the remaining cities to the network. Along the way, he delivers valuable cargo, assists other Bridges staff like Mama, Heartman, and Mama's twin sister Lockney, in, in researching the Death Stranding and thwarts plots by the Homo Damons and their leader Higgs Monaghan, which is Troy Baker. Mm. He also views Lou's memories, which show Lou's apparent father. Clifford Unger, which is Mads, uh, Clifford himself, now a spectral entity, occasionally attacks Sam in an effort to recover Lou, transporting Sam to beaches that take the appearance of historical theaters of war. So... You will randomly go to various combat scenarios in this game. The first one you go to is set in World War One. Okay. The next one you go to is set in World War Two.
0: Okay. And then
1: the third one you go to is set during Vietnam.
0: Okay. Yep. Do, do we get, like, specific battles, or... No, like- it's just
1: you fighting through places that look like they would have been in these various wars, and then you fight Cliff.
0: Did they do them, like historically accurate at least in terms of like equipment or
1: yeah kind of like he has like like ghost soldiers like skeleton soldiers with him like at first they have just like very like generic rifles like m1 grands essentially Mm -hmm. and i think they kind of they they eventually upgrade like once you get to vietnam they're more like uh machine guns and stuff like that
0: and like outfits and everything or are they just skellies?
1: uh they have like they have outfits but they like You clearly see that they're skeletons because, like, they have no—they just have a skull face. Um,
0: and you end each one by fighting Cliff.
1: Yes, because he wants the BB back.
0: He 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 wants Lou back.
1: He wants Lou back, and Sam's just like, "Uh, what are you doing? Get away from me, dude! You weirdo!" (laughs) Um,
0: my baby, my baby.
1: Uh, so there's a bunch of weird stuff that happens along the way that I don't think you don't to, say going to get over. Um, at one point, uh, Deadman just like, "Hey, we can't trust Die Hard Man anymore. <laughs> he seems real shady. Something, something weirds going on with him. So we gotta, we gotta not talk about stuff with him. So that's that's where you get the scene where Deadman, Kabe Don, Sam in the in the shower.
0: Oh right, you told me about that. Because
1: he's like, they won't listen to us in the shower. This is the only place that you're not monitored so let's talk about this stuff uh eventually you beat mama and that's where you learn that like oh she was about to give birth and then the death stranding happened she got the hospital she was in collapsed and then she gave birth to a ghost baby who's yeah. technically a bt so it's like connected to her via long umbilical cord so like it's like she basically just works in this like like little um facility but she can't leave it because she has to stay with the baby and then eventually you have to cut the baby's umbilical cord and free her ah. which then she immediately dies after
0: what yeah
1: why i don't know then you take you have to take her body up a mountain to to her twin sister lochne who has not had contact with her in like two or three years because they just didn't communicate with each other yeah about okay. stuff. and then sure. like and then You reunite her, and then they're like, oh, okay, this is cool. And then they become one body. What? Yeah, they, like, they try to explain, like, oh, when we were kids, we used to, like, share thoughts and stuff like that. (laughs) And now that Mama's dead, all of her thoughts are now in Loch as well.
0: I don't like this.
1: It's real dumb.
0: I don't like this.
1: It's real dumb. Also, Mama's body doesn't decay or anything or succumb to necrosis. It just kind of just stays there in stasis that's yeah
0: do they explain why <laughs> okay that's about what i expected
1: uh you eventually meet heart man who just like tells you about like all these random events in history that have been uh like extinction events or extinction entities and now we're like we're on the cusp of the sixth extinction event it's uh, so like, you know, like the dinosaurs going extinct, like the Ice Age, stuff like that, extinction entities. And then he's like, look at these, like, look at these sayings, like, look at this, this woolly mammoth. You see that right there? That's a tiny umbilical cord. Look at this photograph. That's why it's been able to stay and stay frozen all this time. That's why it never oh. decayed. Oh, my God. It's, it gets real dumb. Re- oh real dumb. uh You learn why fragile is fragile because uh Higgs, she, she worked with Higgs at one point. And then Higgs, like, turned evil, and was like, hey, I'm gonna set off a nuke. And he sets off a nuke at one point, and then he's gonna set off another one, but he's like, hey, if you deliver this this bomb, although you deliver this bomb, but you have to basically, I'm gonna strip you down to your underwear, and you have to walk through the time fall to deliver this bomb. So, like, her whole body is now, like, elderly aged, except she has a normal aged face.
0: Koshima. How did her face not get
1: I think oh. she wore, like, a headpiece or something? I think that's how that she... I don't know. It's...
0: Alright. It's dumb. Alright.
1: That's all you need to know, really. <laughs> um, and then, like, all these are, like, just intermin- inter interlaced with you just, like, going around delivering. <laughs> that's just how things work. Anyways. Uh, eventually... Eventually, you basically get to the uh, the other side of the country, which is apparently the country is very small that so you can just walk through, walk across it in two maps. <laughs> that's how be, that's how the United States works.
0: Gonna be five hundred miles. I mean, probably. And then, and then five hundred more.
1: <laughs> I mean, oh boy, you'll you yeah. Hmm. Uh, Sam's journey culminates in direct confrontation against Higgs on Amelie's beach. So you eventually get to Edna City. You confront Higgs there. He makes you fight a giant BT which you have to, like, shoot with, like, rockets and stuff like that. Uh, it's real weird. And then he takes he takes Homily, Amelie hostage again, and you have to go find her beach, which apparently Sam has been able to do when he was a kid and everything. So you have this direct confrontation against Higgs on the beach. Higgs reveals that Amelie is actually an extinction entity, a godlike being that can use the Death straining to trigger mass extinction events.
0: Da-da-da.
1: However, Higgs see- seeks to trigger not just a max ex- max ex- mass extinction, but a last stranding, an event which would cause the complete annihilation of all life on Earth. So you have, to, you have a boss fight with Higgs, which the first half consists of you just throwing stuff at him and then beating him up. And then halfway through, it transitions into fighting game life bars and a 2D-style fight against him. Which, like, that is a thing Kojima has done in, like, the Metal Gear games where it's like, here's the final boss you're going to have a fist fight with him
0: Mm -hmm.
1: which has been like cool because like you know you have all this like history and all that sort of stuff doing that again here just felt like man you're really out of ideas aren't you my dude
0: (laughs) you got one stick and you're sticking to it yep
1: although it was really good that i i ended the first half of that fight by hitting higgs with a playstation what I picked up a box that said this has a PlayStation in it and I threw it at him. <laughs>
0: this has a PlayStation in yep. it. Yep. I was like, okay. "All right, that's
1: pretty good."
0: <laughs> All right. Why not?
1: Shrug shoulders. Um so you beat up you beat Higgs and you're like, "Yay, we did it." Uh Fragile comes cuz she's like, "Hey, don't kill Higgs. I want to deal with him personally because of obviously what he did to her. Um, And then eventually you hear like a gunshot when those two have their confrontation. She comes back while you're talking with Amelie. She brings the mask that Higgs wears and comes up to you as like, here, I brought you a metaphor. Which apparently in Japanese, apparently the the fragile just says, here, I brought a mask for you. (laughs) Which makes it a little bit better. Um... And then you have a the conversation with Amelie where you're like, Hey, I found you, let's go back down. She's like, I don't know about that. And then he's just like, and this is where we get the famous line of Sam going, What? So I'm Mario and you're Princess Peach? And then she replies back Maybe this is Mario and Princess Beach.
0: Oh my god, I want to break something. <laughs> preferably kojima's face
1: i will preface that like if you look up that scene on youtube it's i think the video is like the dumbest scene in death stranding (laughs) because man that is
0: awful what a
1: stupid line (laughs) (sighs) okay so after that uh, you're walking the beach with her. You, there's a running montage where you're just like joyfully running along the beach together. And then she's like, hey, wait here. I got to go up this mountain and go see some stuff. And she's like, hey, just don't 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 look or anything. And then eventually you're like, OK, I got to see what's going on. You see. The dead president, Bridget Strand, on the beach. Which is weird, because why would she be there? And mm-hmm. then Die Hard Man shows up. OK, pulls a gun on her. Okay. And is like, I'm going to basically finish what I should have done ages ago. And then Cliff shows up and gets into a conversation with Die man Hardman. Die Hardman's like, Oh crap, I know who you are. And Cliff's like, Oh, I know who you are, essentially. And then they're like, Hey, you should look at Sam over there, and they're like and Sam and they look at Sam and Sam's like, Oh crap, I gotta go. Uh Amelie basically like throws you down a cliff and ejects you from the beach essentially. And you're like, oh, crap. This is bad. Um, you basically reveal to your crew, like, hey, this is what's happening. we got to get back to that beach somehow. So in order to do that, you have to meet up with everyone again, which of course means the game's like, hey, so you now you're at Edge Not City. What if you went back to the very, very first place you were at the beginning of the game and walked all the way there? Mm. Through Timefall. Through mm. BTs. Mm. All while everything you've built is being destroyed. Mm. Yep.
0: That sounds bad.
1: It was very much not fun. No, thank you. No, thank you. It's very, very bland. Uh, But eventually you get back and then Fragile is able to help you get back to that beach. And you have a confrontation with Amelie again. Where she's like, hey, I'm an extinction entity. I'm going to deliver the end of the world. Um, you have two choices here. You can either watch me do this, or you can try and stop me. But you know what he does? He, he gives a third option. Oh, no. He hugs her.
0: Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> uh, and then you get a very long-winded fake credit sequence where you get a just a humongous narrative info dump that is just too long. Because a lot of it is just, like, you running around the beach, and then the game's like, okay, stop now, sit down, and here's here's Amelie going to explain some more stuff to you, and then you're going to get up and do it again, while some credits roll, and then you're going to do sit down again, and here's some more stuff, and you're going to do that a bunch more times, until you find a way out of the beach. So, she reveals, you know, she's the executioner of the LSF. Amelie and Bridget are the same person. Okay. Um, Bridget is the, is, is the, the part of her that exists in the world of the living Amelie is the portion of her that exists in the world of the dead so she had two sides of her and then eventually she's like oh I could probably use this as a way to help with my research on like BBs and all that sort of stuff because she was leading a research on all that sort of stuff that the the country was like yo this is real messed up and she's like oh I will totally not do this aka I'm going to do this in secret No one, I'm not going to tell anyone um, so she basically used that as a way to help her fund her research and all that sort of stuff and then she was like, well, eventually I I should probably utilize this in a better way. What if I just have her come along and be like, oh, this is my daughter that I was hiding away this whole time. Ha <laughs> ha Um, There's like one point as well in the game where like, I think dead man is like talking to you like, have you ever met Amelie in person? Because all every one of us have like never met her in person. We just keep talking to her via like via like video recordings and all that sort of stuff. Like we've never seen her in person or anything that's real weird so now you know she's not actually real she's a purgatory person
0: oh my god Uh, also
1: Amelie is the true leader of the homo daemons so she's the reason that Higgs became a bad guy and everything because he saw her abilities and was like oh cool you seem rad I'm gonna follow you and then she gives him the abilities to like summon BT's and all that sort of stuff because sure um that's the way to do it. And then you stop her and all that sort of stuff. And then you're like, okay, well, that's it. Well it's game's over because I clearly I uh, did the thing, right? And it's like, nah, dog, you gotta come back to the to another place now. We gotta do another delivery.
0: Oh and my then we'll God. get the end of the
1: game. Um so in the post credits sequence I don't know if this post credits are like near the, the end. No, this isn't post credits. This is like basically the final thing you do. But then it's like, here's an hour more of cutscenes and like that. Probably not an hour, but, like, too long. So, once you come back from the the beach and everything, you have to, like, follow everyone's voices and do it that way. Die Hard Man becomes the president of the United Cities of America. You sure. He takes his mask off, which he wears, like, a mask the whole time. And so he's like, oh, he's taking his mask off. It's like, oh, it's just, he's just a dude. <laughs> <laughs> he's, just a, he's just a dude. Oh, also, before we go into, into this the final uh military combat sequence you have with cliff Mm -hmm. you learn that cliff is your dad what and that the bts like the 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 bb or the bb memories that you kept on seeing Mm -hmm. was of you seeing like what happened to him so many years ago and then you eventually see like um Die Hard Man basically is like hey they're going to do experiments on your kid you need to get out of here you need to leave because like in like a experimental facility and like his wife's like hooked up on this machine and everything and like is basically dead essentially so Die Hard Man's like hey you need to get out of here and like they had been uh, military buddies they'd been in the okay. same unit and um, the reason Die Hard Man is Die Hard Man is because Cliff basically made sure he never died. So that's how he got that name. So Die Hardman's like, hey, get the f- out of here. They're going to do bad stuff. So he tries to get out, but then gets caught. Um, finds his way back into the room with his wife. Um, mm-hmm. And, like, trying to protect the BB. And then Bridget runs in and, like, pulls a gun on him. He's like, I'm going to murder you if you don't let go of that BB. Eventually, he takes off, like, the 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 thing the BB's in and, like, has it out in the open. And they're like, oh, no. And then Bridget shoots him she hits him and also shoots the bb Uh oh so she was like oh crap that was a bad that was real bad that baby <laughs> is like very important to us so she uses amelie on the beach to get e- to get the the, the dead bb mm-hmm. bring it back to life by like cutting like a cross into your stomach um and like resuscitates you and then brings you back from the beach that way so that's how you're able to like have like that that death defying ability is because you were basically born like you were revived on the beach it's real dumb
0: okay sure sure
1: um so yeah die hard man's the president uh you you sit there you're standing there and watch some of his speech and he's like you know all this wouldn't be possible without certain someone here we can't really say who it is but he you know who it is you saw him out there bridging us all together and then sam's just like i'm out of here oh my God. <laughs> he like he tends to leave and like dead man thing shows up and he's like hey uh so you know if you really uh I, I, there's a thing i could do to make your handcuffs come off which handcuffs are like a thing that like has is like a tra- essentially like a tracking device for, for bridges and everything um but it's also like a communication device and all that sort of stuff but like Hey, if, if you take those off, no one would know who, where you would go, or who you are, or what's going on. You'd be off the grid, essentially. So, I'm like, if you wanted to do that, it's fine by me, my dude. You
0: could become a doomsday prepper if you wanted to. You
1: totally could. <laughs> um. So that happens, and then he and then he get a hug from Dead Man, which is very surprising because Sam the whole time is like he has like a fear of touching people. Mm-hmm. So he actually lets someone in and has an embrace. It's actually kind of nice. Um, Die Hard Man shows up and is like, hey. Uh,
0: Where's my hug?
1: So you know about the whole thing with your dad, huh? Like, i that was kind of my fault, but also I couldn't defy the president's orders because, like, I loved her and I loved him. I love them both. I couldn't do anything. Oh, my God. I mean, he had, like the, the actor does like a really good job here of like conveying a conflicted emotion. Mm-hmm. Towards Sam, which is like it's a really it's a decent scene. Okay. So, but that's essentially what what happens. Um. So you go to leave. Fragile shows up and is like, "Hey, you want to come work for me again?" He's like, "Nah, I'm gonna go do my own thing." <laughs> uh. And then they they say the line together of, "They're not fragile. They're fragile, but they're not that fragile." Uh, also, you've been told that Lou's dead. Uh oh. And that's one of the things Dead Man says is like, "Hey, we got you. Have to go transport this for to the incinerator. But like, if you took it out of the pod, like there's no telling what could happen. So, I mean, if you wanted to try that, you didn't hear that from me.
0: Oh my god.
1: So you basically that's the last thing you have to do is you have to go to the, the incinerator to drop off Lou's BB body pod thing. Um, you get to the incinerator, you connect to Lou again for like the last time. And then that's when you basically, feel like, figure out, like, oh, these are my memories, not lose. I'm Cliff's son and all that sort of stuff. And, like, it, like, takes you through, like, all the events that happened, the lab and everything. And then he, like, shows up out of the blue, but no one can see him at the end, like, right before Cliff dies. But then, like, Cliff, like, is able to, like, reach out to him in a weird way. And, like, talks to him, and, like, that's where you get the line, like, Oh, my my life, I've always felt like I was always on the cliff's edge.
0: Oh, my God. (laughs) This game. I I can't. I can't. I
1: can't. I can't. But then that's also where you see, like, the whole how Sam technically dies and is brought back. And then that's why Bridget adopts him, to raise him as, as her son. And then you come back to the present, and you put the baby on the, the incinerator thing, and then at the last second, you grab it. Also, you put your handcuffs on there, and those are gone, so you're you're off the grid for good. You pop the baby out, and the baby doesn't do anything for a while. And you're like, oh, no, I'm sad, I'm sad, the baby's dead. But then, right before credits, you hear the baby cry.
0: This feels like an edgelord middle schooler wrote it.
1: Would you like to hear the post credit stinger?
0: Oh, God. Hit me.
1: So it's just uh, you, you see, like, a hand, like Sam's hand, and then the baby's hand grab at each other. And then he's like, Lou? Louise?
0: my oh, God, the baby's a girl! <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's the post credit stinger.
0: <laughs>
1: Can't win this game. I'm gonna steal this joke from Giant Bomb because it was very poignant and it's, it is the best way to describe this game in a nutshell. Kojima okay. made a long-winded, completely over-the-top gender reveal.
0: Yeah, that's fair. It's like those crappy cakes, but like with a really <laughs> terrible. Day.
1: What if you had to wait 40 hours for it? <laughs> <laughs> God.
0: So I have a legitimate question.
1: Call or go ahead.
0: Why do you see this man's butt so much? He, like, he
1: showers a lot.
0: Why? He gets what dirty a lot, ga- so you gotta shower. gameplay mechanic of this.
1: You don't want him to be dirty. You're like, I gotta make sure this dude's clean. I don't wanna yeah, go like, around and looking like I'm just like filth.
0: But like I don't give Mario a shower after I've gone through several worlds in like a Mario game. Why does he need to have a shower?
1: Oh, he's got a shower there. He can also pee it, and poop. Make make grenades of his pee and poop. Also, make, you do get grenades from showering as well, so. What? You can get grenades from bodily functions. What? That's the thing. And you can use Why? them against BTs. Why? You they're 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 a thing you could use.
0: No, how 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 does P turn into a grenade?
1: I don't know. It's just some thing they use on that thing. It's like his blood has like this special ability to fight against BTs, so that's why they use like his fluids and stuff to make weapons out of it.
0: Okay, well I was about to say something that I'm not gonna say.
1: Doesn't go that far. Okay. <laughs> does not go that far. <laughs> Thankfully.
0: I mean, it honestly feels like an excuse just for Kojima to like have his butt in this game.
1: I mean you do see his butt a lot.
0: I feel like that's what this is.
1: I mean, that's probably also, also like, very true.
0: It's really uncomfortable That's it's like, alright, time to go make this dude go take a poop. Like, that's weird.
1: There's also, I mean, there is a thing where, like, you have to monitor your urine level.
0: It's because you drink so much freaking monster It is, energy and then you have, if
1: you have too much, you just have to go pee in the wilderness. Make a mushroom grow. What? That is that is a thing in this game. You can, go, you can hover around a mushroom that other players have peed at and contribute to the mushroom growing.
0: I hate this. <laughs> I hate this so much.
1: That's a thing in this game.
0: I mean, do you have to s*** in public?
1: No, you only pee. And if you try to turn the camera around, he'll shift he'll shift away so you can't see anything.
0: No Norman Reedus Weenus.
1: No Norman Weenus. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, this is a this is Coward. a game, this is a video game about bringing people together.
0: Is it, is it about kind bringing people of. together?
1: I mean, parts of it, like when you're just going around building the network and like you, when you are doing things that the, you don't have to deal with the story. Yeah. Yeah, that part of the game's fine. And it does feel like a game where you're connecting with people. But then like the, the it inserts the story and you're just like, oh, come on, get this out of here. <laughs> get out of here. Like like I said, it just doesn't feel like it it says anything important. It's just like everything is so over the top and just blunt and straightforward. I brought you a metaphor, yeah. Like the only thing you could really, I think, kind of say about this is just like... This is Kojima trying to like rid himself of what he felt coming out of Konami. Mm -hmm. Of being like, here's this world that like is just so split apart because of this strange relationship now i'm now i'm free to go be with anyone else and i get to connect with all these other people now but even then it's like <sighs> you could have done something better in that route <laughs> if you really wanted to make a game about here's my strained relationship with uh, the company i was with for 20 years
0: right oh boy
1: Sure is a video game.
0: I, 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 I got nothing, man. I got nothing. The heck. It it just feels like a giant like wank off party.
1: And the the thing is, like you know, we watched like the Game Awards where like Norman Reedus came out and was like. Ladies and gentlemen, this visionary genius, Hideo Kojima, is like, how do you come up with that coming off of this game?
0: Right. Like, you were in it, dude. Oh, boy. What
1: does Kojima have on these people to have him, like, to have them just be like, oh, my God, look at this visionary Atua. He's like, nah, dog, you're just, I mean... You've made some good games in the past, but like this isn't this isn't even close to this.
0: This ain't it. This
1: ain't it. This is this is the worst Hideo Kojima game I've played. By far. Wow. Like it's pretty easy to say that.
0: Yeah, I mean, knowing what I know of you, that makes sense. But also it just seems like weak in all aspects compared to the other stuff that I know you like. Yeah.
1: I think that's totally fair. Um
0: What does he have on them?
1: I don't he's, know. Do you think
0: he's blackmailing them?
1: I don't know.
0: <laughs> does he like have have good drugs? Does he have their nudes? Like what what does he have?
1: It's a great question. It's so bizarre. He,
0: fake smoking on the sidewalk with them?
1: <laughs> that is the thing. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, like I. This game is so weird. Like, the fact that people were, like, up in arms that this game was controversial when, like, reviews hit about it. Being like, oh, this this game's going to be great. What do you mean? And then everyone shut up about it once they played the game. Ah. And all that. Um, It's a weird game. Like, like I said, there are parts of this game I think are actually enjoyable if it was, like, cut down very far. And just like mm-hmm. rip rip the story out of it. you just like made a delivery game that was like this, like yeah, this would be totally enjoyable, but just like the story just sucks. It's boring. it's bland. It does not trust the the player at any point in time to like under like to be able to like dig deep into layers of like thematic elements or anything like that to like do anything critical of anything. It's just like. I don't know. What if I just made a a story for a five-year-old to understand?
0: It's bad when, what was the anime we watched a few weeks ago? Whisker Away is like more in-depth in terms of this kind of thing (laughs) than this freaking video game. Yeah. Ugh. Terrible. I don't know, man. Like, power to you for playing it, but... (laughs) Oof.
1: Like I don't know I don't I don't see how people are going to be like super excited for what he does next because like this wasn't good
0: Well, if he's trying to make like some kind of series type thing out of this like Ooh. and I don't see how
1: you make a series out of this
0: yeah I don't know either
1: the game kind of just wraps up unless you want to be like oh the world splintered again and then you're just like well just doing the same thing go like, over and over again cool
0: Time to teach Louise how to walk.
1: Hold the the trigger so you can balance yourself. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Ugh! I don't know.
1: I think what I wanted when like I heard Kojima's was free of Konami, um, which you know, give or take, whatever you want to think about that that whole situation. Right. But like. I kind of just wanted to see something like him kind of like return to like his old adventure game kind of styles of 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 directing and of gameplay and all sort of stuff. Something like kind of similar to to Snatcher and Police Mm Knots, And this 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 does not hit that in the same way. Like he he feels like he kind of has to make a game like Metal Gear Solid. Right. Like He's pigeonholed himself into like I this is what people expect of me. I have to do these. I have to be weird. I have to be wacky. I have to make an action game. I have to hit all those boxes because that's what people expect from me and like that's kind of like what it feels like he thought he had to do with this game and just everything is very is like inferior to every to to those previous games in a way and just like that's just not a healthy way to create a game like i get like you're coming off of like a really weird strange relationship but even Mm -hmm. then just like Man, you could have made whatever you wanted, and this is what you. This is what you
0: did. (laughs) All right, so here's the million dollar question.
1: Okay.
0: Would you play another Kojima game after
1: this? I mean, probably. Because, like, the the reason I played this game is because, like, I was curious about it. Like, I Mm -hmm. I knew eventually I would play this game because I've played literally like most of his his entire back catalog. Right. So, like, I had to know. I had to know, personally, like, what the whole thing was. Like, what, what was the deal with this game? And I think I came away liking it a little bit more than I actually thought I would. with just regards to, like, gameplay and stuff like that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But then, like, man, that story just... That story's not good. And then coming off of the heels of... So, I, I mentioned this to, I think, Trey, friend of the pod. hmm. And... It really feels like Kojima heard a lot of the criticism about Metal Gear Solid Five, which was like, "Hey, the gameplay is good, but God, the story is terrible because like there's barely any of it there," and like he he heard those criticisms, took them in, and was just like, "What if I just make the same game again <laughs> and not address anything?"
0: Because <laughs> this really kind of feels
1: like the same thing. where it's just like. The gameplay is is good to an extent, but the story just sucks. So, I don't know.
0: Yeah, that stinks. I
1: feel like I would have to see something real interesting to be, like, truly intrigued by whatever he does next. Because if if it's just another third-person action game with weird story elements, like... I'll buy that game when it's $20 like I bought this game when it's $20. dollars hmm And then I'll be like, eh. Whatever. Like, <laughs> I think it doesn't help that, like, there are other companies out there that are doing, like, the weird, zany style mm-hmm. in ways that are just, like, more fun and enjoyable. Like, I think if you look at, like, some like the Yakuza series, which is, like, a very grounded story but it has all these weird wacky elements with it right like those games are just so much more fun and enjoyable compared to this compared to Metal Gear Solid 5
0: I mean there's a way to have like a very serious story with comedic elements Mm -hmm. like I just got off of replaying Shadow Hearts and Shadow Hearts Covenant for the millionth time and like those are very dark and serious stories period but then like they have really funny and ridiculous moments in it too like, it's it's something you can do, even when it's bonkers. But, like, I don't know. Not everybody can do it. Mm-hmm. I couldn't do it. But, like, I wouldn't try to do it because I'm aware that I couldn't do it. I would rather you not jump on the laptop right now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> He's going to give his thoughts.
0: Max, do you have thoughts? He's like, I also don't like Kojima. He sucks. (laughs) I don't know why I had Max speak in that voice, but... You know.
1: Makes sense. Yep. So yeah, Death Stranding. I think at best, it's a boring game. At worst, it's just... Bad.
0: That's not a glowing uh, review.
1: No. No, it's not. Man... What if we just played Police Not or Snatcher again? What if I just played Metal Gear Solid Two again?
0: What if I just listened to the soundtrack for Snatcher?
1: I mean, that too is also. I mean, that's Mwah. that's chef's a kiss. A plus.
0: I've I've got that on vinyl now. Thanks, buddy. That um, is a <laughs> it's a
1: very good soundtrack.
0: It's <sighs> a very good soundtrack. Which reminds me, we're gonna have to figure out what we're gonna do for Christmas this year.
1: It's true. We will. We'll eventually figure that out.
0: mm Hmm. <sighs> kojima
1: kojima you got boring
0: <laughs> kojima get your head out of your ass
1: make something interesting yeah yeah that's gonna do it that's 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 <laughs> in a nutshell so yeah if you'd like more from us, go to SeasonLamageCheckup.com or SAC.cools where you can find past episodes of this podcast and other podcasts like Season Checkup. and Jared and to now watch. You'll also find columns and reviews on the site as well. If you'd like more from AnnLadium, go to AnnLadium.com. She's got columns and reviews. Follow us on Twitter, Twitter.com slash AnimeCheckup. And you can support us on Patreon, Patreon.com slash S-A-C-O-V-A. Buy a slice of pizza, gives access to unedited versions of the podcast and other stuff as well. Yay! Next week... We'll talk about more stuff. Uh-huh. Maybe next week I will talk about Mass Effect and you can talk about your Otome.
0: Yeah, I'm going to try and get through it.
1: Because the Lord knows we need more games that are about the
0: apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> I mean...
1: That is a thing.
0: It's pretty terrible what's going on in the Atome?